session impressions the show about uh <laughs> ai's wouldn't do this the show where two friends watch a film and we give her a review my name is michelangelo and i'm one of your hosts and i'm joined with my com- computerized hardly amused scene examiner or chase that's you <laughs> i i didn't see where you were going with that at first but i get it now good job <laughs> computerized hardly amused scene examiner examiner got it it's really good right i don't have one for michael i was trying to think of one for myself the the movie imitating critic half electronic loser is what i got for myself <laughs> that's terrible it's not as i think it's not as catchy let's just leave it it's not at as Mike. catchy as yours the movie investigator critic oh i like that a lot more i yeah. kind of belittled myself in mine if you can't tell by the name of the episode or the kind of somewhat uh ai name conventions we're using we are reviewing the movie megan or m3 gan model 3 something generative like android something what does ans do for is it just an for android model 3 generative android isn't that what she says i don't know she says something. it a couple times yeah i can't really say starring so and so because i think a lot of the characters besides like allison williams a lot of the yeah. characters like the kid characters are all all like this is well the person playing megan this is their first film debut they've played a few tv shows or something like that you mm-hmm. know i was just going to point out that allison williams if you didn't recognize her you might recognize her as the the girlfriend from get out yeah and here's the thing is that after watching get out i kind of only see her as the girlfriend from get out yeah was that just me did you also think that uh i don't know i mean she has kind of a weird this is slightly unkind but i kind of think she has a very wooden acting style (laughs) i was gonna say she she looks really evil she's like she looks like a bad person not (laughs) sorry not in real life, but like that her characters are like shady in some way. Yeah, I think this is just pure speculation. I have no idea if it's true or not, but she has a little bit of like Botox face. And I think that's part of it. Interesting. I don't know. Don't want to go there. But I think uh, <laughs> I think Ronnie Chang is probably... He's fine. I think he was probably the, one of the best parts of the film, in my opinion. I enjoyed like every scene that he was in. I agree. He was great. I liked his his assistant, his little sequences with his assistant that was like backstabbing him. I thought that was fun. I, I liked all the aspects where they talked yeah. about kind of the CEOs of the companies and kind of capitalism. It was <laughs> I, funny. I thought, I thought it was funny and I thought that was like where there was like actual thematic discussion happening. The rest of the film kind of doesn't have much thematic discussion to it. So... Going into it a little bit. Should we summarize it? Yes, that's what I was actually going to go into. This is is a horror film about a little girl who loses both her parents and is given custody to the mother's sister, who is a toy manufacturer, intelligent person. She's like a robotics engineer engineer and coder. Yeah, and she's making this AI doll that is called Megan, who becomes a friend and like helps this daughter to overcome her parents death but also it takes like a dark turn where this ai robot becomes evil and starts killing people spoiler yes yes i mean it's pretty obvious from the trailer (laughs) yeah yeah. so it's actually one of the things that 
I disliked about the trailer is that it kind of gives everything away. Yeah, there's not... I was kind of surprised how small the movie is in terms of, like, pretty much the trailer tells you or goes through pretty much the the entire film besides like almost the climax i mean it literally shows you the moments this is perhaps too big of a spoiler but it shows you the moments leading up to every kill yeah pretty much i was surprised after watching the film that there wasn't that many deaths and it wasn't that scary either i think it was it felt more of like a suspenseful comedy instead of a horror film yeah uh, that's how um it's listed here on imdb is they're listing it as a horror sci-fi thriller Google's so i think it's saying it's I a think horror thriller film. I, I think it was meant to be a horror film and it's marketed as a horror film but there's always that like blurry line between horror and thriller mm-hmm. like nobody seems to be able to decide which one is which for some reason although it seems clear to me and you and probably all of our listeners at this point the difference i don't know if we do we want mm-hmm. to go articulating it <laughs> i i think it's okay i think if you watch it and you're if you're a fan of horror film i think you'll be like this wasn't a horror film and i would totally yeah. agree with you i think it was not scary in the slightest and i think there wasn't really even any jump scares there i mean if you're thinking like oh i don't really want to see this film because i'm scared it's going to be scary i think just just don't worry about that because it's not but i think the main question i have for you chase before we even jump into any of our other thoughts of this film and and you're talking about marketing is that this film seemed very memey memey yes and we even we're talking about it during our prediction episode check that out if you haven't already and both of us voted for this movie to be our meme movie of the year do you feel like this is a meme did it hold true to your thoughts of this being a meme film of the year so far it's holding true i mean i'm I'm seeing that little girl's dance all over instagram and tiktok and everything so i think it's true still i agree i think it is it can hold true to be the meme movie of the year. Now, well, it's definitely, in my mind, not the best horror film, not the best thriller film, not the best comedy film. And I want to talk about those little things. And I feel like, what do you think the the dance, for instance, was it supposed to be scary? What's the what's the point behind it? Like, I don't think it's supposed to be scary so much as it's supposed to be like unsettling in a way, because it's like this, you know she's killing people to spoil things again (laughs) she's killing people and doing this dance right before killing like going on a murder spree that's when she does this dance well she does it several times throughout the movie actually but it culminates in her doing this dance and then going on a murder spree of like three people at the very end going again going heavy into spoilers she kills the little boy but she doesn't do a weird dance she just rips his ear off which that was actually that whole scene that was probably the most horrifying moments in the whole movie was was when the the boy was attacking her the boy was attacking megan yeah because it was just so creepy and like like commenting on on sexism and misogyny i felt and kind of ingrained how young like this young child could be so horrific and then she brutalizes him back pretty effectively yeah but interesting though she actually doesn't kill him she doesn't directly kill him, but she is responsible for his death. And also kind of the idea of like nature of programmed consciousness having kind of, you know, like her her motivation 
is 100%, right? So her motivation is, I must protect the little girl that I'm serving, whatever her name was. What was her name? Katie. Katie. I must protect Katie from all possible, like, harm. And Mm -hmm. she identifies this boy as potential harm not only to Katie, but also to her, which she also has a directive to protect herself. So... The fact that it went to 100 because of this directive and she just took him out is is sort of the most horrifying aspect of this kind of AI discussion. But it's also like, that's as far as we got in the discussion of like AI and artificial intelligence, which I felt is very limited. Yeah, I, I think this film in, in general is very limited. The idea was okay. Like it's an interesting, possibly like... It, I like the idea. I can see this being like almost a new Chucky or something like that, right? It's like it a modern Chucky. feels very reminiscent of Chucky, yeah. Uh, however, I think it just feels like a poorly made horror film. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of the dialogue felt really like forced and not really well written. And the story itself, uh, there was like a few moments, but like I think it started and ended kind of funky. I think there was some interesting bits in the middle uh, once you kind of really start getting into like the interaction and the creepiness of the doll there's like that zone of horror films that are kind of like trying to recreate and be the next big horror thing you know like the new michael or the new jason and i feel like a lot of them really care more about creating an iconic character more so on on writing a good movie now, yeah. I would say that, yes, I agree that I do think that, like, oh, it's a really interesting and maybe cool kind of character, especially like, oh, this is like an AI technology that's learning. And it's like kind of Terminator-esque, you know, where it's like, oh, this thing is like a future that's this thing that can be a force to be reckoned with to the point where it's even like intercepting calls and doing like the same thing like the Terminator did, uh, recreating someone's voice and thinking that you're talking to someone else or some of that, you know? Those parts and those like little elements of this like cool character, interesting character was really cool to see. But I just think that the other aspects of it and also it just the ending also felt really, how do I say, just like bad. You know, there's no, there was no like intensity. Like this, this little girl who is, didn't kind of really. Fizzled. Yeah. There were not enough little, really dark, creepy moments between Megan and this little girl and the mother character, or Gemma, the, the now guardian mother character, that really got to the psychology of it all uh, and like really discussed some of the the dark things that happen, not even necessarily the dark things that happen, but the dark things that result from us relying so heavily on technology that by the time we, we really Mm -hmm. leave the theater, all we got was like crazy psycho murder robot for the last third of the movie. And then a bunch of like weird little kind of slightly funny moments, like the dance scene the scene where she says like i'm trying to have a discussion Gemma, or something whatever she says that was so funny (laughs) finding myself laughing more instead of feeling suspense even the suspenseful scenes didn't feel like there was enough tension in the scene to really be able to successfully call this a thriller film even Mm -hmm. i'm going to use get out as an example it's like it, it succeeds so well as a suspense but it has those moments of comedy that are so perfectly well done mm-hmm. for instance the scene in get out where it is revealed that his girlfriend is actually a bad person 
and he, uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character, is asking for the keys, and he's like, we gotta get out of here, where are the keys? And it slowly dawns on him that everyone in the family is against him, even his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. is like such a tense scene you're just like dude just get out of there just run don't wait for those keys just like run into the forest or something that scene is just so perfectly built up and so tense that i think it, it succeeds and it's a, such a suspenseful film but then there's also those elements of comedy especially with like the tsa uh friend and different things like that right that's kind of add and mesh these moments of comedy and horror and i think like comedy and horror can do that really well because they're similar beats right their their patterns are similar in terms of like you know how to build the scene in a way or the beats of comedy and the beats of horror are kind of very similar however in this case the scenes that were supposed to be tense kind of ended up bleeding more into comedy and i think just like getting a balance right going back to cooking or food <laughs> right you know i think you know there's like a, a balance that needs to be made you know if you make add a little too much sugar to something a dish then it's going to be kind of more of a sweet dish rather than like a salty dish um, sure. or you know a savory dish or some of that right didn't have that balance there mm-hmm. i also think the the way Get Out is structured is the best visualization for this. Are you familiar with like an EKG EKG machine and how it records heart rate? Like the zigzag up, down, up, down. Up, yes, down? sort of. If you plot, if you think of that as the plot and you think of every time the, the needle goes up and it is positive event happening, that's the comedy. Every time it goes down, it's negative event happening. And that's the horror. The machine on this movie, on, on Get Out, is actually, uh, it's going up and down, up and down, up and down the whole time, scene back and forth, back and forth the whole time until you finally get to those last final moments where it goes down a little bit or it goes up a little bit to the comedy, but then it goes way down low into the the most horror that scene could possibly provide. And then it goes back up when they finally realize they're safe. You know, they have that back and forth. Whereas this movie, because I think they're not able to control how people are responding to their scenes as well as Jordan Peele was with Get Out, you're seeing some scenes that were meant to be horrific kind of feel like comedies and some scenes that were meant to be comedy feel like creepy and horrifying-y. And so you're getting this like unbalanced, like where it's going comedy, 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 horror, horror, comedy, 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 horror, comedy, horror 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 comedy you know it's very unbalanced and you're like lost in the narrative instead of getting kind of like both tones happening and you're not sure which is what's contributing to the tension because you in the jordan peele one you're never really sure if it's gonna go horror or comedy horror or comedy this one you're just kind of lost yeah i'm not sure if they were trying to do do it or if they just you know maybe they it kind of felt sometimes that they ran out of time and they're just like oh we have this cool character that's just gonna push this whole movie i don't have anything really else to say about this film so i kind of was thinking you want to just jump into yeah let's our, do the let's do our concession impression impression dun 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 all right so really quickly going over the concession impression ranking system we got at the top we got peanut M&Ms as the highest ranking. After that, we got popcorn. After that, a bad review would be hot dog. And then the worst review would be raisinets. What would what would be your concession impression for this episode or for this movie, Chase? I, I give it a 
hot dog because I don't think it's a terrible, terrible film. I just am slightly underwhelmed and left the the theater kind of feeling like I could have made a better version of this movie easily. <laughs> and that's all that's that's when I usually feel like it's like a, a a hot dog film is when I feel like, oh, this is so obvious where you should have gone and it would have been just so much better. Maybe it maybe it's actually uh raisinettes then. I don't know. I'm sticking with hot dog. I'll, I'll stick with hot dog. Yeah, I think it kind of borders that line for me, but I'm actually going to give it a raisinette. Got it. I, I just think that it needs a few little tweaks and add a couple of scenes to like really nail down the discussion on technology and psychology and how those things are overlapping and changing us as a as a species. Yeah, but that's like the whole film, though. Yeah, I, I think they hinted at it you know they brought the psychologist character in but they just didn't do anything with her you know they could have geared this toward like a discussion on on how toy companies don't really care about your children they just care about selling to your children but they didn't really get into that either in fact i i think they went far and away beyond showing that there are these like people who do care what your children are are watching you know these people who make these toys have good intentions for these toys that that's what Gemma's character was kind of doing. She was like, Oh, I want a toy that can like replace parents and be there for your child the whole time. I don't know. It's just, it's very underwhelming. Yeah. yeah. I think that's kind of it for this episode, right? Yeah. Do you have any takeout takeaways? I think my takeout takeaway would be write better scenes that have a good balance for horror thrillers, thriller movies. I think horror thrillers, that's also somewhat in comedy make sure your balance of your scenes and the horror slash comedy slash thriller aspects are properly balanced go watch get out for a good example and then watch this movie for some bad examples (laughs) and try to figure out a, a good balance of thriller moments and those comedic moments i like it i think that that would be my same takeaway as well is Make sure you're balancing the stakes and the tension. Well, that's this episode of Confession Impressions. Let us know what you think. Send us a message on Instagram or something on Twitter at Film Cookbook. See you all in the next episode of Confession Impressions. Bye. Bye, everyone.